them are more than pals Our show can be a little gay But if you're not, that's okay You can listen and have fun either way Xena, Star Wars, Doctor Who Guests and music and reviews Game of Thrones, why Nona too? She promised there's something for you She nerds out We're girls that like girls That like dirty things Hello and welcome to the She Nerds Out podcast. I'm Kat. I'm Wendy. And this is Tara. On today's episode, guys, Mando's back. We're going to talk some Mando season three. We're going to talk a little Last of Us. Some gay stuff's been going on. Uh, we got some Oscar talk. We're going to do some predictions. And there's a mail sack. But before we get to all that good stuff... I have a question for you, Wendy. Mm-hmm. Hey, what day is it? What day is it? Well, starting on Tuesday, March 7th, you know what it is? National Cereal Day. Yes. Mm. I like cereal, and Quick, I do. Quick, favorite cereals. Go, Wendy. Count Chocula. Oh. Yeah. The one I eat the most is Honey Bunch of, like, uh, of Oats with Almonds. It's the one I eat the most. But That's I like Lucky good. Charms. I like mm. cin- Cinnamon Life. What is it? Cinnamon life. Cinnamon life. Yeah, life you know, cereal but cinnamon. Know yeah, it's got little gran gran granule uh, pieces of cinnamon sugar in there. Like, how do you go okay. wrong with that? There's a lot of good ones out there. I think so too. I love a good cereal. I don't eat count chocolate all the time. For once, you you can't get it all the time now. I think only around Halloween. Oh, that's funny. But uh, I love it, and I eat like some other healthier thing. <laughs> not as fun. <laughs> uh. Let's see. The ninth. Let's jump to the ninth because why not? It's meatball day. Oh, it's also <laughs> national, national get over it day, which I like as well. But I like a good meatball too. Um, I love meatballs. They're not, that's like one of my favorite things. Mm-hmm. Really? I didn't know that. I get upset if I order spaghetti and meatballs like for from a to go restaurant and they don't put the meatballs on there. I get well, upset. You sh- as you should be. That's some bullshit. Yeah. Hmm. Um, tenth. Mm-hmm. International Bagpipe Day. Okay. I feel like that's a a very hard instrument to play. Yeah. I've never tried it. When I I was in Scotland, I saw some live bagpipes. They're pretty impressive. Mm. Felt very patriotic to Scotland in that moment. Yeah. How can you not, right? So powerful. Mm. Tara, here's a day that I feel like you would appreciate. Um, The... I lost my place, of course. The tenth, though, is national. No, I jumped ahead. The ninth is national. Oh my god! Sorry, my computer's. How about the eleventh? Let's go to the eleventh. National (laughs) Worship of Tools Day. Oh, okay. You, I know you like tools, Tara. I do. Um, like worship. It. I think I said worship. I'm like, what is that? I did. It is worship oh. of tools. Like, like, go take care of your tools is what it's saying. Go out, clean them, appreciate Got your it. tools. Take that makes sense. stock of what you have. Embrace your tools. My I'm dad clean my garage that day. And it's, yeah, yeah. Go, that's a good day for you to clean your garage. Cause, but you know what? You have less time to do it because <laughs> the 12th is daylight saving time. So we mm. all lose an hour of our life. Wow. Okay. We're already yeah. there. All right. Fine. We're already there. Um, fine. Oh, and I'll give a special shout out to the 13th National Canine Veterans Day for all those little dogs Aww. that, you know, in the Army or 
you know, all the dedicated canine units who served since World War II. Amazing. You know. Oh. Thank you for your they're service. Called, they, are, they don't have a choice, you know. They're, no, they if someone decides they're going to no. be in the military. <laughs> they do not. Yeah, they do a good job, and they should be celebrated. Indeed. Well, uh, guys, I was, a, I was a guest on a podcast called Late Night at the Homestead. Oh. It is a great Erper ran, a run podcast. Shout out to Rach, Tay, and Sam. Um, they invited me on. Here's the spoiler guy. Anybody, anybody could be on. You just like, you know, you, you, you fill out their little uh, questionnaire and then you're on. So it wasn't like, I mean, don't make a big deal about it. <laughs> but it was I want to make a big deal about it. Okay. What talk about? Uh, yeah. Talked about ERP, as you would imagine. Well, any specific aspect of ERP or sure? Talk you know, or? so what's cool about this podcast? They invite people. They invite ERPers on and talk about how they, you know, first found the fandom, first found the show, and then the, you know, just kind of get to know you and how ERP, mm. uh, uh, you know, how you ERP in your daily life, or you know, <laughs> kind of any kind of ERP stories. And so yeah, I talked about my first convention um, experience with ERP. Talked about moderating, talked about uh, podcasting, talked about, we actually did t talk about some of the show as well. Mm -hmm. And it was really fun. Um, had a great time with those guys. If you haven't heard their podcast, you should go check it out. It's, uh, it's a good way to kind of fill that hole of ERP, you know, mm -hmm. between conventions and, and not knowing what's going on with the show. And yeah, they're great. You guys should go check it out. You guys should, you could be on yeah. their show. You guys could fill in the questionnaire. <laughs> you guys could go on. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> think about it. Yeah, they're great. All right, cool. We'll check it out. Yes. I assume it's everywhere where podcasts are sold and That's, downloaded. <laughs> that is exactly <laughs> right. And I think I think it came out yesterday. Yeah, go check it out. Anne Hicks Bleeker has been on that show. Casey, right. her, her partner, her podcasting partner has been on that show. Heidi Hansen, a guest of, and friend of this pod, have been on that show. It's mm -hmm. a lot of fun. Check it out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I did a thing on Friday. Oh. But first, before I get into that, ter uh, cat specifically, I'm there's cat. one more day of that I just discovered. <gasps> of me. this day, the day of recording. Yeah. The day of recording. Yeah. The Empire Strikes Back began filming on this day. Whoa. Uh, what what year did that you start? Know, I lost my place, but 70, I'm guessing probably seventy nine. Seventy nine. Seventy nine. That's mm -hmm. awesome. Principal photography on Empire Strikes Back began with a ten day shoot in Fence, Norway. Oh boy! Wow. Four years ago. That's wow. Staggering, and also that's awesome. So they started with Hoth, man. What a way to start. Yeah. Started with Hoth, <laughs> and it was very snowy. And I remember hearing stories like forty four. Yeah. Some of Luke's scenes, yeah. they just basically. The door of the hotel, they just like go out there in the snow and we'll stay here by the hotel. And they just filmed them in the snow, like right outside the hotel. Really? Because um, it was, yeah. That's wow. awesome. Some of the stuff, like probably just him like lying in the snow or things like that. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, anyway, uh, so Friday, Liz from LA invited me to a screening of Everything Everywhere All at Once at the awesome. Arrow Theater in Santa oh, Monica. I love the Arrow. I've never been there, but it was very nice. It was mm -hmm. like a cool like uh, i don't know artsy theater i guess is the word i don't know they yeah. have a lot of screenings they have special mm -hmm. events you know and you know the daniels the directors were there nice for q a after the film and i'd only seen the film once in a theater and i'd always wanted to see it again mm -hmm. um you know and i noted i mean I, again i realized how 
just really good that film is. I don't I don't think it's a perfect film. Mm-hmm. It's not one that I like love as one of my favorites ever, but it's just so clever and uh, you know, creative and it's such a fun, really well done movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I what I didn't notice the first time is that I noticed the screen, the aspect of the screen would change. Like it was like oh. it filled the screen and then it would like like become more letterboxed within yeah. the screen. Yeah. And I guess it, it, they said they, you know, people now are so used to different aspects, different video types, you know, yeah. like on YouTube or wherever they're watching things. They're just used to different, different things. And they would change it for like, depending on the, the either the mood or the time period wow. of the, the section that they're, yeah. you know, I noticed when it would go to like when she was the, the actress, the, the, the alternate universe where she was an actress, it would kind of fill the screen. And then some of the other like where the action scenes it would shrink. That's so, so cool. It just, yeah, it changed aspect ratios depending on what they were huh. doing. But, um, but yeah, that nice. being said, it was really fun. It was really late. Um, <laughs> oh, no. All the charges. I'd, uh, I'd been up since 2.30 for work. Oh, I'd also no. had a couple of beers with coworkers after work. <laughs> and <laughs> it was all drunk. I could do. Seriously. <laughs> it was all I could do to get off my bed and drive to Santa Monica. For oh, boy. And thank you, Liz, that she, she bought popcorn. And she also got waters for us, but she also bought oh. popcorn. I was like, no, I wasn't really that hungry. But she just had a little bit of it. She was like, here, you can have whatever. I'm done. And so that popcorn, I think eating that popcorn kept me awake. Because once yeah. the popcorn was mm. done, I started getting a little sleepy. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> but the Daniels came out after. And to for, and also Jenny Slate, who was in the film, um, mm-hmm. she moderated sort of. But she also, she did that Marcel the Shell with shoes on movie, voice that. And had a lot to do with that. Oh. And the, the graph, the... Uh, effects the woman who did like the effects and the animation for that was there too so it was kind of like they talked and because after the Q&A they screened Marcel the show oh how funny yeah I bailed I was too tired a lot of people did I think because it was like it was almost it was already almost 10 30 and they hadn't even started the screening yet so yeah uh but yeah they you could tell the Daniels they were like what else can we say like we've literally been talking about this for a year it was about a year ago that the film had premiered South by Southwest Wow, And they asked, you know, and it was like a film crowd. So they asked some good questions, like what was the toughest thing from the script to actually translate to screen? Great question. Um, what yeah. was the What did they say? Uh, that was like, there was a scene, I guess, where they're walking into the building, mm-hmm. the tax or whatever the building, the, the yeah. IRS building. And there's just something about the logistics of like, that they had to walk here, but there was no bathroom here that they're supposed to walk to. Like just kind of more like a set sort of how to coordinate the scene of what they wanted more than any kind of crazy effects. That's and crazy. Wasn't the uh, hot dog fingers? <laughs> Apparently not. No. <laughs> um, Wendy's doing the hot dog slapping. Um, I like it when she goes when Russian. she gets the, that universe like gets the skill and she's just like. <laughs> I mean, there's so much fun stuff in that movie, and I again I. I also uh, was wondering how really good Stephanie Shue was in that. I mean, she was so, so good. Uh, they all were good. Uh, and it was funny. They had, like, after, um, after uh, like, the fight scenes, they would have standing ovations. Or not standing ovations, but applause after yeah. some of the big fight scenes. And then the, cra- the so credits, cool. I have a feeling it would have gone this way regardless. Like, if whatever the order it was, it the, like, it was Michelle Yeoh. Yay! <laughs> Stephanie Shue. Yay! And then, okay, can we... Kwan, Kehui Kwan, I screwed up that I'm sure, and it was like, yeah, and so it's like it it ramped up. I'm sure it's like if you'd reversed those, it'd gone the same thing. <laughs> like exactly, whoever was yeah, third yeah, yeah. was going to get the biggest applause. But, but yeah, it was a good, good ramped up crowd. Very excited for for the film and fun night. And then afterwards, uh, Liz was like, yeah, I think I'm going to leave after the Q and I'm like, good because I am too because <laughs> I'm, I'm really oh. sleepy. 
Um, but yeah, it was good. And I, I'm sorry I didn't stay for Marcel the show, which he was on. But I do want to watch it because <laughs> it's it's also nominated for an Academy Award. Oh, for I didn't know that. Animated film, yeah. That's fun. So it was kind of cool. A bunch of Oscar uh, nominated people sitting there doing the Q and A. Although they were kind of like, yeah, I don't know what else we could say because we've said everything there is about this movie. <laughs> <laughs> and they kept deflecting to the Marcel movie, which, um, but yeah, so it was, it was a fun night. I was glad to see it again, especially right for the Oscars. You know, we saw him win the DGA award and I just yeah. realized, yeah, they, they swept there, right? They've they swept had, everything. Independent. Yeah. They, they just, awards. yeah, just this weekend, yeah. independent film awards. Incredible. This, this, there's so much momentum behind this movie. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I really hope it continues until next weekend. Oscars. You know, I feel like it will. I feel like unless there's some... It's crazy to think if Spielberg wins, it's an upset at this point. I know, <laughs> because right? I think it is. I think it is. I think I would be bummed. Everything. I would be bummed if he, if if well, they didn't win. Yeah, I think I would be more bummed on the. I, I feel like yeah, I guess. I mean, I'm always happy when he wins, but I feel like if, of course, we'll get to Oscar talk later. Yes, but I feel like if the Daniels won, it would be like, oh, we got everything but the biggest one, you know. So I feel yeah. bad for them. Yeah. yeah. Same with the actors involved. Right. It's, they've won a lot of things up till now, and yeah, I think the only independent. Spirit Award that they didn't win was, I think Stephanie Shu beat Jamie Lee Curtis for supporting act. Oh, actor funny or actress or something Aww. like that. So, you know, that's kind of, that kind of sucks that they they're split there. Is that the case? Yeah. On, oh, I guess we talk about this during the Oscars, but <laughs> yeah, we'll get we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Yeah, story. they are. They're All both right. nominated. Ugh, brutal. Yeah. All righty. <sighs> Although I think they'll probably both lose to Angela Bassett, so it doesn't matter. You think so? I guess like Angela's been winning all the other. I think she's been winning all the supporting actress kind of thing. So probably gonna and it's Angela Angela Bassett. And they might split some votes. And exactly, exactly. I think of the two, if I had to just pick, I mean they were both great, but I think I'd go Stephanie Shue. I loved Jamie Lee Curtis, but I think Stephanie just she was fantastic. Yeah. Okay. We'll we'll get into that. I don't get a vote. So all right. No. I think it's uh, time we jump into our mighty mail sack. All right. It's a little bit bigger this week. It is. It has it grown. T- it can hold a little bit more. Uh, so <laughs> I have a mail. Oh. From uh, Anonymous Beer Buyer 2. Love it. Entitled Cocaine Bear. Uh, hey, guys. I figured since I now have this email address, I may as well use it. Plus, I saw Cocaine Bear this past weekend and had a bit of a crazy theater experience, so I thought I would share uh-oh. Uh, first, as a general review, I can't call it a good movie, but it was extremely <laughs> enjoyable to watch. The movie was very self-aware, and as Tara said, it was something. I agree with the critique that it could have used more of the bear. The movie hmm. is at its best when the bear is on screen. Mm-hmm. I personally would have also enjoyed more of Dee Dee and Henry, Henry, but I've found that I may be in the minority with that. See below. Mm. The following has spoilers, so maybe skip this email if you plan to see the movie. Mm. I don't. No. Not. Not no. right. I mean, I, I don't need to not be spoiled. Like, I, right. I'm okay. there for the cocaine. So, there, listeners, so. if you don't want to be spoiled, just be aware. Yeah. Because yeah. I've yeah. read this, it definitely spoils. a synopsis of, bit, uh, of sorts. Okay. So, so spoiler, okay. spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. Dee Dee and Henry are kids who ditch school to go to a waterfall in the park. Along the way, they find a brick of cocaine and dare each other to take it. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, what I a found... great <laughs> Sum it up. <laughs> They find a brick of cocaine. Yeah. Uh, I found this scene to be hilarious, and it got a big reaction from the audience. It was mostly laughs, but at least one woman in my audience was very offended about kids doing drugs, and I guess she started complaining about it to the people around her. Uh At this point, I couldn't hear her, but that didn't last long. 
Oh, boy. Dee Dee's mom, played by Carrie Russell, finds out the kids skip school and she heads into the park to find the kids. She finds Henry first and the two escape from the bear and head out to find Dee Dee. Henry starts asking about taking cocaine and wants to know if the bear will be okay if it only took cocaine <laughs> one time. Mom was not stupid and figured out what was going on. I love Carrie Russell and thought Henry was adorable, so I could have listened to him lie about taking cocaine for the whole movie. <laughs> so yeah, he actually took the cocaine? No, he took, yeah, they, 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 that scene was really funny because awesome. they were joking and Henry was like, these kids are like 12, I was right? going to say, like, okay, 12 years old. And yeah. Henry's really cute. And he's got like a thick southern accent. And he's like, of course I've taken cocaine before. <laughs> and then Dee's like, no, you haven't. And he's like, okay, you show me how you've taken cocaine. And Henry's like, all right. So they like take a, a knife and they cut it. And they scoop out a huge thing. And the Holy whole crowd's like, oh, you're like, oh my God, don't do it. And so it's, it's hilarious. But yes, they do it. <laughs> and so when Henry does find Carrie Russell... Like he's he's even like I'm thought like he's like still high <laughs> he's on still cocaine. high sure yeah pretty great that's yeah. amazing okay all right so well uh, anonymous BB says the anti drug lady did not agree with me and at this point most people in the theater could hear just how dumb she thought the movie was uh oh towards the end of the movie mom Henry and Dee Dee are reunited mom tells her kids that she knows about the cocaine and she doesn't care she's just happy that they're alive seemed reasonable to me considering all the dead people in the movie but the irate anti-drug lady was enraged and she got very loud with her displeasure at this point people are shushing her but she was having none of that and she just got louder oh god at the end of the movie she and another woman were yelling at each other across the theater about which is worse a movie showing kids doing drugs or talking during said movie <laughs> When wow. the credits rolled, most of the audience bolted for the exit. I've never seen a theater empty so fast. The two women continued to <gasps> yell all the way to the oh, door. God. I walked out behind a couple of women who were sitting near the anti-drug lady, and one of them said, enough already, we get it, drugs are bad. And honestly, <laughs> I cannot think of a better summary for the Cocaine Bear movie than drugs are bad. <laughs> This was a 10-10 movie experience, 10 out of 10 movie experience for me. I typically hate people talking during a movie, but this fight escalated so quickly that it added to the fun of the show. If anyone listening decides to see this movie, see it with as big of an audience as you can find. Yes. And if you're lucky, maybe you'll get your own anti-drug lady to enhance the experience. Wow. Abby, too. Um, for one, if you're anti-drug and you're going to see a movie called Cocaine Bear, that's on you. Yeah, right. Like, literally, what it's do you in the think? title. Yeah. You and you know, there's like every preview has had these kids in yeah. it where they're, yeah. Hmm. Anyway. Just, and, just, and then just, just leave. Let's just leave. Right. Walk out. If you're you bothering people. walk out. I don't yeah. get it. Right. Get your, must go be get crazy. your money back or something. Yeah. Right. Um, uh, P.S. Can you guys tell the listener who is working through Xena season one that it's okay to follow Kat's advice to mm -hmm. skip to the good episodes? Browbeating someone into watching all of those Boyfriend of the Week episodes has to count as cruel and unusual punishment. It's part of the journey! That was, that was <laughs> AK, if you would like some hints toward the better episodes, then just email me ah. at anonymousbeerbuyer2, oh. that's the number two, at gmail.com. This is the message board. Message no, board. Yeah. yeah I'll exactly. give you enough information on how good or bad the episode is that you can make an informed decision on whether or not to watch. Perfect. You can then just claim that you watched them all so you don't have to worry about <laughs> Snop Team 3 coming out. Wow. <laughs> AK, don't, don't listen to that. Watch uh, all the episodes. I stand by no. my. You don't want to be incomplete. Come on. It's like you don't have to go back and rewatch them, but you want every little thing that adds up to the scope of their lives. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Every little mm -hmm. moment, every little story, it all adds toward the big picture. So just watch them through the first time. 
you ever go back? You know, there's ones I'd skip now, but I, not, you know. Hey, but the first you've time, earned the right to I've skip I've earned those. the right. I think I no? have. I think I have. <laughs> okay. Okay. Email over. Uh, I've got I've, <laughs> I'm Beck. Yay. Beck's on a roll now. Beck has yeah. is back. Beck is back emailing. All Hashtag right. Beck is back. Right. Beck, uh, is Beck, Beck says, Beck is Beck. Uh, hey, nerds. <laughs> Hey, hey Beck. Beck. Hey, Beck. Sorry. When, Wendy. God, guys. <laughs> that was terrible. Should we try it again? Yes. Yeah, sure. All right. Hey, nerds. Hey, hey Beck. Hey, Beck. <laughs> no. All right. Moving on. <laughs> well, well, well. Look at how the opinions of Cocaine Bear have changed. Wow, this is a Cocaine Bear heavy episode. It is. I do seem to recall copping a bit of heat from two out of three overlords when I brought this up forever ago. I believe in a discussion on animal treatment was then had, after which I felt the need to remind you guys that I do in fact have several rescue animals in my care. Hmm. I wonder which two out of three it was. I mean, I know it wasn't Cat. She was already familiar with the story of Cocaine Bear and chuckled along with me. I'm certain one was Wendy, but who could be the other one? Oh, that's right. Tara. And now all of a sudden, there isn't enough bear on cocaine for you. Amazing. <laughs> You're just like my mom. She also doesn't <laughs> listen to opinions slash, slash recommendations, unless that exact same opinion slash recommendation comes from anyone else in the world, in which case she jumps all over it. JK, I love you. <laughs> Have you guys heard about China discovering uncharted land filled with dinosaur-like <gasps> creatures, some what? as big as 13 feet tall? <gasps> that was a sharp right turn. No, what? I have not. No. What is that? If not, here it is. There was a video posted on TikTok from a lady who was getting her nails done, and the technicians were listening to Chinese news. She was then she then used Google Translate to listen along and heard this news, and then she confirmed that she'd heard what she'd heard with the technicians. Now I know there's a bunch of films telling us this is a bad idea, <laughs> but God, I hope some eccentric billionaire has gone all John Hammond and just made a bunch of dinosaurs. It'd be my childhood dream come true. I'd be so excited. I wouldn't even care if I'd gotten eaten. <laughs> uh, you would know, uh, you know, you live in a fucked up world when the most unbelievable part of the story is the uncharted land and not the dinosaurs. <laughs> so wait, uh, is this true? According to news, I don't it's get false. What? Okay. I just looked, I just Googled it and it says fact check. Did the Skyner, did China discover dinosaur like creatures in uncharted land? And I just kind of scrolled to the bottom where it says false. There is no evidence that uncharted land full of dinosaur like creatures have been discovered in China, nor are there any Chinese news reports of such a discovery. Well, they wouldn't be publicizing right. it. Right. That's what they would be saying. They'd they be covering it up. Exactly. That's what they want you to think. Mm hmm. All right. We got to go to China, guys. They're not, they're not going to say true. No. Everyone come visit well, these dinosaur-like do your creatures. Own research. Yeah, do your I own bet research. the Chinese government is going to like you know uh, uh, weaponize these dinosaurs, and they're going to send them over here in balloons. Wow! <laughs> apparently, they already <laughs> have prediction. That's my that's my Super Bowl prediction for next year: is dinosaur-filled uh, balloons descend upon Super Bowl and wow. fun and fun ensues. Okay, that's the conspiracy theory portion of the podcast. <laughs> When you guys are talking about Cat and Leah, <laughs> here we go. When you guys are talking about Cat showing off Leah, that's more appropriate, her wife, who she's married to, it's yes, true. we get it, at your Super Bowl party, I had a very clear image in my head. You know the episode of Parks and Recreation where there's a banquet for Mar where, of Parks, where there's a banquet for Marlene because she's getting some award and Leslie and Anne are way overdressed. <laughs> 
That's what I immediately pictured, except it's Kat and Leah and it's in your house. It wasn't in my house, actually. It was at Kat's house. It was at Kat's house, yeah. So it, I mean, she had a right to show off her wife, I suppose. <laughs> Bad just taste, I Refer think. to yourself in the third person, Kat? Yes, Kat did it that. It was at Kat's house? Yes, Kat did that. This is what we have to deal with. <laughs> I'm a monster. Unless she goes yes. around and she says, isn't Kat's li- wife lovely? <laughs> this is Kat's wife. Welcome to Kat's house. Yes. <laughs> have a seat on Kat's couch. Uh, I, yes, I was. So what? I was wearing a tux and Lee was wearing a full ball gown. But who cares? That's how we walk around our yeah. house. They didn't tell us. So we showed up just in regular clothes and then they were wearing that. So it yeah. was a little awkward. <laughs> I thought it was lovely. Uh, love you guys. Beck. <laughs> love you, Beck. So good to have you back in the rotation. Uh, I have an email. I actually have two emails. uh, And we're going to do them at the same time. It is from Nancy. Nancy. Our good friend out there. uh, Just Nancy. (laughs) Just Nancy. In Vermont. (laughs) This is coming to us from Vermont. Yeah. Straight out of Vermont. (laughs) Nancy. uh, The title is Everyone Welcome. That's very sweet. She says, hi, nerds. Just a quick email to, to say two things. You are most welcome to visit us in Vermont anytime. Just make sure we will be in town. It is indeed a standing invitation. Very good. Note that, guys. We are always invited. She continues, and it would definitely behoove you to bring some flannel spending money. Number two, if you're not already watching Shrinking on Apple Plus, you must. It is next level hilarious. Some of the same people from Ted Lasso are running slash uh, writing slash running it. Wendy, I know you are not a fan of non-genre TV, but your husband is brilliant in it. Seeing him do comedy is priceless. He's Harrison Ford, the fucking national treasure. And the rest of the cast is brilliant as well. I guess I should mention that Jason Siegel is one of the creator writers of the show and he is the star. I mean, he's got the comedy cred, but I thought you'd find the Harrison Ford aspect more compelling. Bonus what weather is drinking? What is that? What I, is it a? Uh, it's on TV Apple show. Plus. It's like I guess I can't. I'm not sure the exact. I think Harrison's a shrink. Yeah. Or yeah. I think um, he is. Yeah. I actually I I know I'm not a non-genre TV watcher normally, but I do plan to watch this because oh, of good. Harrison Ford, and as as well as 1923. I need to keep watching that because again Harrison Ford, but also yeah. Jason Siegel who. Did the little show that I love, Dispatches from Elsewhere. That's that was right. kind of uh, it was a had a crazy ending that I did not see coming, but I I really like that and that he that he did that. That was his thing. And so I like me some Jason Siegel as well. But yeah, Harrison, I do plan to watch Shrinking. That is yeah. on the list. It's I do shrinking. love Jason Siegel. He wrote one of my favorite movies, Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Oh, mm-hmm. watch that one whenever it's on. Oh, so there you go. You can't you can't lose with this show. Apparently, you got two two great actors and mm-hmm. Harrison being funny I mean yeah I mean, yeah that would be that's that so would be interesting for me yeah like I'm intrigued that I'm intrigued and okay. uh Nancy uh finishes this email out with bonus weather report it's been snowing for several days and it has dropped below zero the past two nights this is the time of year when winter kind of loses its charm <laughs> but feel free to fly out here if you want to keep us company and help shovel snow if I Peace. could I would right now that <laughs> looks beautiful of course it was like snowing around here like crazy when i was out of town i know right? and Same. um which tragically a lot of people are trapped in the mountains we were having stories yeah. every day of like people having to 
try to walk to get supplies and like some somewhere there's like one store that was like the main source for everything and they're closed because their roof caved in because of the snow and yeah every day we have stories of like people trying to get up like or out of or in or out or whatever and they have to like kind of do escorts with the police and make sure it's safe and yeah it's not been good but i do love me some snow and that is beautiful and i would love to be there because yeah. it's gorgeous beautiful video probably outside their one of their windows maybe. oh i'm sure uh, just mm-hmm. gorgeous i am sure gorgeous thanks nancy it rained for like three minutes today and that <laughs> god i was so happy it was nice it was three minutes of happiness and then it was <laughs> over but it was fun while it lasted i went outside and just stood there and i was like did oh. you really oh i did well i'm like so cute little balcony i just went and watched the rain and then i was like oh i think it's over okay i'll go back (laughs) back inside (laughs) i'll go back in all right is it my turn it is i have an email from tracy uh hey snop shop i this is called meg was my sexual awakening (laughs) (laughs) um because I felt a little bad after la- my last email because I might have projected a bit onto Ellie and mislabeled her a sociopath. <laughs> I do I'm that a, all the time for people. I, uh, yeah. I am a true crime junkie. So whenever a character slash person exhibits even the slightest inclination towards violence without remorse, I assume they're a psychopathic serial killer type until proven otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> Probably a pretty cynical way to look at the world, but I have yet to be killed by a murderer. So it's oh, working. See? Knock mm-hmm. on wood. <laughs> I will say that I'm enjoying The Last of Us as a show, independent of the game, but it's a little lame that they're making it so fluffy. Interesting. Some some may laugh at that description of the show, but the game is exponentially more violent and brutal. Hmm. Okay, I'll say I'm shocked at how little violence and scary anything there is Mm -hmm. in the show. I mean, I'm very sensitive to that, and I'm, I'm fine watching the show. Yeah. So... I I, I almost find it a little slow at times, to be honest. They've made it more of a character drama with zombies instead of just the point being the fungal zombies killing people, you know? Because there are long stretches where you don't even see them. Right. Yep. Yeah, they're just sprinkled in every now and then. Yeah. Uh, I feel like it'll change towards the end, but what do I know? I don't know the game. So, Um, spoilers. Ellie might have stabbed one infected in the head at the mall with no blood shown, but in the game, Riley and her were taking on a full horde. Mm. Ellie was slitting throats and repeatedly shanking people in the game long before she met Joel. She and Riley had almost escaped, but Ellie falls back in and Riley saves her, which leads to their bites. Uh. I think excluding the much more serious threat they lived through and the motions from nearly making it out in the show was a mistake. They both got beat by one regular infected. That just makes them look incredibly weak compared to the male character, Joel, when they are definitely not portrayed as weak in the game. Hmm. Interesting. Okay, mm-hmm. here's my question. It's a game, so is, like, the fact, like, are you fighting? Like, was it, or was it part of the story? Or were you the one having to fight? Like, in a game, like, you want more fight. Like, that's the game. Like, you're fighting the things. Mm-hmm. So was that part of why they had so many that you had to fight? Or was that part of, like, the, you know, like, the story video story that went through like showing that but i'm guessing that like otherwise the game that is would interesting be boring that there was only one right right like if right. it was just one yeah, yeah. it's like well that's but like i kind of was surprised sequence. there was only one it know, was unrealistic but... to me that there was only one i yeah. felt like there would be a whole or even like a few yeah just a couple yeah right more than uh, one <laughs> but it also maybe it helps to show why ellie is not as sure of herself and confident enough to be taken mm-hmm. on as much as 
she does at the beginning of their little journey together. I don't know. Maybe that was their way of justifying. Like, she's not a badass yet. She has to become a badass, maybe. Yeah. Well, it kind of goes on, too, uh, with Tracy. Additionally, the chemistry between Riley and Ellie was mostly awkward and unbelievable for me in Episode 7. Mm. Yeah, I gotta say, I don't know that I felt chemistry either, but, you know. Um, their relationship in the game flowed so much easier and made more sense. In my humble opinion, Ellie needs to really get it together if they're going to portray her with any accuracy in season two. She's been borderline useless in the show so far as Joel's <laughs> partner. She's so much more capable and violent in the game. I want to see a little more of the action slash brutality from the game in the show. Maybe that says something about me, but I think it really <laughs> makes their actions much more believable when you can fully see the extent of what they're dealing with in the world unfiltered. Mm, I get that point. I do get that point. I get it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's fair. Um, Let's see. Uh, last point. Y'all really need to rewatch re Hercules. I know I, that's the animated Hercules, not the Kevin Sorbo Hercules. Oh, right. okay. Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, Tracy would never, never Very important. That. <laughs> uh, yeah. I know I speak for a lot of queer people in my age range when I say Meg was legit the beginning of my sexual curiosity around women. She was the first Disney main character I saw who was flirty and teasing and had some serious curves that she worked intentionally. Mm -hmm. I specifically remember watching that movie and thinking she was the coolest person I'd ever seen. Who cared about, her, about Hercules? Uh, I probably thought at the time I wanted to be her, but in reality, I wanted to be with her. My little 10-year-old mm. self was unconsciously like, damn, why can I not stop drooling? <laughs> I'll stop rambling now before I embarrass myself further. Thanks, Tracy. No embarrassment yes. here. No. No, we all good had our points. weird little Very characters that yes. like, we wondered our, about ourselves. <laughs> like, like, hmm. No. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I've heard of, I've heard at least one other person say that about Meg. Really? Oh, cool. Sure. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna have to watch that. I've never seen it. Yeah. Same. Oh yeah, she's curvy. I'm looking at pictures. <laughs> oh well, yeah, I'll Google it too. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, Hercules I've never seen, so I'll, I'll have to watch that sometime. Maybe we need to do a rewatch and Maybe. a deep dive. That'd be, that'd be fun. Yeah. Oh yeah, she's kind of hot. I get it. <laughs> I get the appeal. I get it. She All looks right. like she got some attitude too. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Okay. All right. I've got eight case this week. <laughs> Great. So good, I got to prepare. Yeah. I'm, focus. Uh, All right. Take a breath. Okay. <laughs> the subject is shit stir. Here we go. Oi, Crimmins. Not cool. Trying to get me in the shit with Judge Woody Benner. I'm not dissing Spielberg at all. If you remember correctly, AK had some questions last week about mm. what makes Spielberg a better director. Why is he considered the best or one right. of the best? What's so right. great about him? I think that's what Yeah, what's so great? <laughs> <laughs> that was emphatically not how the email was intended. You're just trying to make Wendy mad at me. I'm trained in gardening, not film and TV. I had no idea the things a director does that are visible in film. I haven't watched the different versions of Justice League to compare and contrast. I thought I just was just <laughs> asking. How dare you? <laughs> I thought just asking would be a less onerous method of finding out. And now I know. So thank you, Wendy, for the sensible and informative response. I get it now, or at least I get it a bit more. Jurassic Park and Schindler's List were in the same year. Mind blown. Good dude, too. Excellent. Case rested. All right. AK is satisfied with that explanation. Ooh, okay. Good. Happy birthday to Anne. Legal Yay. drinking. Expected to be mature now. Of course, Anne turned 21, as you all Last know. Last week, yeah. Though I guess if she doesn't listen to the snap, she won't know or care. So never mind. <laughs> we 
Very excited to hear the snob report. Analytics. Yay. God, I am such a snob nerd. <laughs> Glad I wasn't being offensive with that. Although, finally down to the last four episodes of you know, season one. Speaking, Speaking of, of being offensive. offensive. <laughs> I look forward to them raising their game. Bring on the production values. <laughs> oh, they're coming, AK. They're coming. Damn. We promise. We promise it gets better. <laughs> How did I never realize that Kira Knightley in the fan- was in The Phantom Menace? Shocked. What? That is crazy. Wait. Although, to be fair. What? Did you not know that? How did I no. never realize that no. was Kira? Yeah, that's what they said. That Kira? was Kira Knightley in uh, The Phantom. one of the uh, oh, little handmaidens. Pad- Padmaids. Uh, Padmaids. Hand- really? Yeah. You I didn't did- know that, cat. I am this year's old when what? I found that out. You, you didn't know that. I didn't know that. She was the decoy. Like, whenever there was a decoy. What? Yeah. I, but honest, in that, I mean, it does not look like Kira Knightley. Like, if you just looked at the picture, you're like, I guess oh, it is. I'm, but I'm honestly, you don't. It doesn't look like Kira Knightley when you wow. just look at the picture. Oh, she, Kira. she played Sabby. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah. Wow. She looks so sad. Yeah, <laughs> she, was, she was a serious uh, young wow. queen yes. decoy. So interesting. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Surprise. Hmm. AK continues. Although to be fair, Phantom Menace. <laughs> so maybe I wasn't paying that much attention. Maybe I only watched it once. <laughs> Speaking of Star Wars, Mando is back. Woohoo! I know this is probably controversial and okay. Hate me if you must, but I prefer I prefer Mando to Andor. To be fair, I haven't actually finished Andor yet. It's not that I got bored, exactly. I was watching it with my dad, and we've not had the chance to finish it. Or maybe we just haven't chosen it when we've had a chance. It's fine. It's probably even quite good. But it really isn't very cheerful. Mm -mm. I know there's a place for dark, and Star Wars is often it. Uh, The clue is in the title. And Rogue One (laughs) was an epic war movie. But 12 hours of dark, gritty resistance to space Nazis is just a little... (laughs) wearing <laughs> hooray for the full canon lesbians though about time i kept waiting for it to get really good maybe that's the bit that's about to happen <laughs> the last two episodes make the whole thing great in total mm. oh thoughts wendy <laughs> i feel thoughts, like a- every email now i'm AK actually just... going to talk about this when we talk about mando coming up oh great oh, okay yeah, perfect we'll save it. let's we'll save it while I await your reassurance, I shall go and watch Weird Aliens, Lightsabers, Darksabers, The Force, all things escapist things I actually love about Star Wars, hopefully. Mm-hmm. If Mando has taken a turn for the dark too, I shall be severely put out. It's winter. I need cheer. Oh. AK does live in, live in England, and it is, you know, a little bit dark there right now. <laughs> Thanks for another great week of incomprehensible faffing about. <laughs> oh, that's nice. Thanks, AK. AK. Yeah, I will. Thanks, I, we are going to talk about Mando, so I was going to do a little uh, comparison talk. Um, but Ooh, okay, as y'all know, I like dark. I like moody and depressing kind of things. So this indoor yes, is right up my alley. So that's why. I mean, I love it. I love it. But I, I can also see. Oh, we'll, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Okay. I mean, I'm, I'm intrigued. Um, there's room for all the things in Star Wars, and they are all wonderful. Oh, I agree. I completely agree. But I, yeah, we'll we'll talk about Mando. Okay. And this. Okay. Well, since we're we're, we're oh, by the way, one more thing oh. before we move on. Talking about yeah. handmaidens in Phantom Menace. Did you also know that Rose Byrne was a handmaiden as well as Sophia Coppola? No. Wow. Oh, wow. Star-studded handmaiden mm-hmm. uh, crew. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. So, Okay, there you had go. a spinoff, a handmaiden's tale. <laughs> 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 
Honestly, that would be really funny. <laughs> I would love to see that Star Wars movie. The Handmaiden's Tale. That has a ring to it. Doesn't it, though? Yeah, right? I, I'd rather good. watch that version than the actual show. Yeah. It's <laughs> fucking depressing. Um, hey, listen, because AK had asked some very personal, intimate questions about our analytics last week, uh, let's let's get into some stat talks, guys. It's stat talk. Ooh. So I think AK asked, you know, what what countries are like your biggest listenerships? And so because of um, uh, that takes a couple keystrokes to figure this out. So that's what we've done here. I have a, we have a list of all the countries, guys. We have we have listeners in over one hundred and forty four mm. countries. Whoa, one hundred and forty four countries. That's crazy. Uh, I am. Yeah. Um, Looking at this list is really fun because I, I don't know probably where at least half of these countries are. <laughs> I love that somewhere in these countries, one person has downloaded. I know. It's fun, right? Episode. Yeah. So in let's Germany, start, let's start with our, our top 10 and then we'll go down and have fun in the, the lower numbers. Okay. So, um, and I think I've counted this correctly. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Okay. I think our, 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 to, to, to start our top 10 is Brazil. Hello, Brazil. Okay. We love you. Brazil we, is number 10. Number 10. 10. Yeah, country. we're going okay. We're going lowest. Counting to, down. To, yeah. All right. Uh, so thank you, Brazil. Thank you, you, Brazil. Yeah. Uh, somebody want to, we could, we could just, we could just each take, we'll go up. Oh, okay. I'll go next. It'll be France. Fine. Oh, great. France coming in at number nine. Bonjour. 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 Bonjour, France. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> number eight. We have Belgium. Bonjour. Oh, no, that's not right. <laughs> I think they do. Don't they speak French in Belgium? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, well, never. There's no way to know. Belgium um, probably <laughs> out. Wait, I'm sure someone in Belgium nope, speaks French. Not, and there's not possibly any way to find out. Uh, next on our list is the Philippines. Hello, Philippines. <laughs> Welcome. Hey. Thank you for, for listening. Thank you for staying. We appreciate you. Yeah. And then we have India. India coming in strong. What's up, number India? six? What's up? <laughs> What's up? Hey, India. <laughs> hey, India. Hey. You know what? Now I can think of is, I think was it when uh, Aubrey Plaza was on Saturday Night Live and they did like the Miss Universe or Miss uh, whatever contest and they were like introducing their countries like they do in the the actual pageant and it was like she was like Fuck! and they were like where are you from? <laughs> it was really funny. But anyway, um, Germany is next. Next is list. is oi Australia. Good day, oh, mate. Australia. Good day. Good day. Jump on the Bobby. All right. <laughs> so sorry. Then we got A, Canada at number three. <laughs> number two was the UK. United Kingdom. Thank you, United Kingdom, for being number two in our list. Oh, that's not. Uh, that, I went slipped <laughs> into Kiwi. That, Sorry. No, no, it's easy to slip into Kiwi. Yeah, it's that's right. fine. Uh, whoa, hey, yo. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> our number one. <clears throat> our number one country. No, no surprise. Kind of boring. It's the United States. Hello, United States. USA. USA. <laughs> no, please. <laughs> please don't do that. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, but wow, what a fun <laughs> little trip around the world we just did. Yeah. Uh, but like, guys, look at all these goddamn countries. This is incredible. This is cool. Yeah. I mean, just even like, just, you know, 128 downloads in Greece. I know. Or just, yeah. um, it's like a very random. Trinidad and Tobago. Tobago. 
Yeah, let's see where we have one. I want to. I want to know where we have one. <laughs> let's oh, do one. Ones. The ones are funny. One download. Yeah, let's do Sarah it. Sierra Leone, Cameroon. Has one one download in Aruba. Um, Botswana. When, where's Jersey as a country? Oh, I've been to Botswana. Jersey, I'm guessing, is like in Eastern Europe, maybe. I don't know. Or maybe, okay. maybe uh, I don't know. Tell us where you're from, Jersey. Where are you? <laughs> Help us, Jersey. That one time you listened. <laughs> yeah, well, please come back. Are you still around? Apparently I guess we're just, not. These, they listened the, and they were done. Probably not if they have never. <laughs> these it's are the, the countries. Largest, hey, we're, we're, we're not for the, these people, I guess. It's the largest of the Channel Islands between England and France. A oh, self-governing sure. dependency of the UK with a mix of British Ooh. and French cultures. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. Oh, I want to go One of the there. Channel Island, Islands. Between, wow. That is. A mix of, of British and French. Like they have awesome baguettes, lots of beer. Why are, <laughs> let's go. By the are way, Belgium speaks there? Dutch, French, and German. Kat. Thank you. Okay. I got one of those. Liechtenstein. Mm. Um, <laughs> that's not a real country. No, that's... <laughs> it is. Uh, so it says Azerbaijan. Yeah. Don't say it like you know. Azerbaijan. It is. I, I watch the Olympics I, every year. That's the only time I really? see that country is when they're Wrong. walking by the... Uh, um, five in Kazakhstan. I know someone from Kazakhstan. Maybe really? that's Maybe that's what... Yeah, I used to, uh, Aida, she was my roommate. Amazing. Mm, maybe that's her. Maybe she's listening. Maybe. Papua New Guinea. I'm going to tell myself that. French Polynesia. This is so fun. Latvia. Only uh, 126 uh, in China. We need more. That's that's a big place. We should have, wow. Yeah. Well, I mean, when we go looking for dinosaurs, we can tell people That's true. That's to listen true. to the podcast. Egypt. We have listeners in Egypt. Mm-hmm. Morocco. Or we had. Vietnam. <laughs> Vietnam. <laughs> Romania. Hungary. That Japan. one time. This is so cool. Yeah. Wow. I'm trying to find a, a country I've never okay, heard of. I, well, there's a few in Iceland. That's good. Oh, I'll take that. I take, yeah. I'll take those few. Yeah. Nice. Macau? Where, where's, that, where's that one? Macau? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Where's Martin, Martinique? Martinique? I think it's a. I think it's a, an island. I think it's okay. one of those like Polynesian-ish type places. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> Man, we're going to offend so many people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, we should apologize. If you live in any of these countries, please, please let us know if they're way off. All right. Yeah. Cool. So there you go. That's really fun. And uh, we we love all of our listeners, boy. And uh, thank you, everybody, for who has stuck around. And hey, and for if you those... just downloaded us once, thank you for that one time. Yeah, one and dones. We appreciate you, too. Come back. Yep. We'll do better. <laughs> Try to give you a reason to download a second time. Uh, Send us your constructive feedback, please. Yeah, yes, which, which show please. was it that you liked? We'll try to do that again. Yeah. <laughs> or was it that you didn't like so that you didn't return? Yeah. We'll yeah, stay sure. away from that. Yeah. yeah. We'll try. Well, thank you to all those who keep coming back. Yeah. We appreciate you. So that was some analytics fun, guys. There you go. Numbers. Uh, numbers, one more, numbers. One more mail here from Liz in LA. Mm. No words, just the title <laughs> OMFG, the cuteness. And no it is words. a picture from the Mandalorian yes. episode three premiere of Baby Grogu. <laughs> holding uh and i believe they're called anzellans okay the li- basically the babu fricks babu fricks what babu frick. mad baby mad baby <laughs> mad baby um because he thinks so it's much. a toy and oh my god i was laughing at that so much um <laughs> babu frick. Well, no he broke it no pick um, <laughs> no squeeze no squeeze. baby yeah 
uh, Grogu wanted to play with the little bad baby, uh, the little uh, <laughs> so Anselin, and um, and it, no, no, Grogu, no, put him down, no. Line <laughs> bar, we fix. He's not a toy. Not a toy. Oh, oh my god, that was so cute, though. So I love them. I'm a little disturbed that they're kind of they're shirtless, but oh, whatever. That's okay. <laughs> you know, whatever. that's how they work. Exactly, they're more but comfortable. That is, I think that's a picture from the end credits because you can see the name. Yeah, it is on there. But it was, it was that was a very funny, cute moment. <laughs> Bad baby. <laughs> <laughs> I hope we have more of them coming up. Oh, we better. Well, well they have to yeah. eleven. Then they yeah. got went to get the part, and they're going to come back, right? Yeah, I hope Fix so. them up. They better come back because they're <laughs> freaking adorable. Uh, okay, I'm uh, get my ballot here. So we'll yeah, be talking your, to Mando here in a little bit. We but, will. Yeah. We will. But first, mm, uh, we got Oscars right. coming up, baby. Oscars are coming out. Get out your ballots. We're gonna do a I little like Oscar. Twenty twenty three play along ballot. Like, yeah, play along. Play along with us. And I got this one off of the Oscars website. So it's, it's um, looks official. It yeah, looks official. And it's, I'm scared. You know, I'm casting a vote when I click on that. It's. <laughs> I don't think you are. And it's. Uh, yeah, it's. Uh, uh, you could, I like these because you, you know, you print them out and if you have like friends coming over or something, you can all do your ballot and Man, then we used see to do that. Every year we'd print them out. We'd pick, yeah. I miss Oscar parties. I know. Me too. It's a fun thing. So I think we'll just talk about the big ones. I don't think we need to get into, you know, sound or, you know. Animated short film. Yeah. Because I haven't seen any. Makeup and hairstyling. Meh. Let's just do the big ones. Okay. Okay. Um, so up first would be actor in a leading role. We have uh, Austin Butler from Elvis, Colin Farrell from the Banshees of Inisherin, uh, Brendan Fraser <laughs> from The Whale, Paul Mescal from After Sun, and Bill Nye from Living. By the way, at work they said just think, of, just think of Ed Sheeran, <laughs> Inisherin. Perfect. Oh, okay, nice. Um, if it's anybody but Brendan Fraser, it'll be a major upset because he's won everything and everybody's rooting for him. And yeah. haven't seen any of them either, but apparently he's very deserving. Okay, I'll vote for him. That's a great story. Yeah. Brendan's got my vote. Maybe that'll get Batgirl released. He was Mm -hmm. in that too. Which one? Oh, he's in Batgirl? Yeah, he was in Batgirl. No way. Brendan Fraser is a Batgirl? Yeah. (gasps) Didn't he play? What did he like? I didn't know that. Was he the pink one? I I don't know. Maybe. I think he was the pink one. Yeah, that is fascinating. Good luck with that. Maybe. That's the only thing that'll get it released, probably. Maybe. Or okay. a lawsuit. Um. <laughs> hmm. uh, next okay. is actor in a supporting role. Again. Uh, oh, you can read the nominees. Oh, I'm going to do it. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Brendan Gleeson, Banshees of Ed Sheeran. Ed Sheeran. Ed Sheeran. Brian Tyree Henry, <laughs> Cosway, Judd Hirsch, The Fablemans, Barry Keenan. Keenan? I don't know. Some ba- uh, Banshees of Ed Sheeran. Uh, Key. Everything everywhere all at once. You know, it's funny on this. Like, first of all, I think Kiwi Kwan, if he doesn't win again, it's an upset because he's won all the things. And compared to his role in Everything Everywhere All at Once, like Judd Hirsch, the only other one of these I've seen is The Fablemans. And he was like in two scenes or something, or two and a half scenes. I mean, he was barely in it compared to. I mean, Kihui Kwan could almost have a... I mean, he wasn't yeah. necessarily lead actor, but it was far more substantial in what he did in his screen Got time. It. Not that okay. that plays a part, but again, if he doesn't win, I think it's an upset because he's won everything. And I really, really, really am rooting for him to win this. And it's a good... It's a good... A feel-good story, you know? It's fantastic it's, story. To see right. this guy have the comeback like this, it's just... 
I really hope they give it to him. You know, they always say, too, like, when they've been winning all these things, like, the speeches, how they're handling it, it kind of plays a part into if they can't, like, if, if somebody's nominated and they're winning and they're kind of a jackhole and they don't show up and they, right. whatever, like, they may not get the vote, but he's been so charming and Gracious. just winning everything and, like, yeah. he should win it. I hope he does. Me too. He's got my vote. Oh, for sure. Um, actress in a leading role. Kate Blanchett, Tar. Never heard of her. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> Anna de Armas, Blonde. Andra Riseborough to Leslie. Michelle Is that Williams, the controversial the one? Fablemans. Yes. Okay. The one that came out of nowhere because mm. campaigning. And then, of course, Michelle Yeoh. Everything, everywhere, all at once. Which I again, mean... I, I think she'll win. I hope she wins. The only other one that I... I really liked Michelle Williams in the Fablemans, but it's Michelle Yeoh's year, I would think. Uh, I think the only other one... Honestly, if it's not Michelle Yeoh, I feel like it would be Kate Blanchett. Yeah, just because just, it's Kate, Ban- Kate Blanchett. Blanchett. Yeah, um, right. But golly, golly gee, I hope Michelle Yeoh wins. Uh, yeah. That would be so, uh, such an in. upset. And again, it's been, for her too, it's been such this great story and the speeches and the whole everything about it is just so perfect. So I hope she wins as well. She, I was watching Guardians of the Galaxy 2 and forgot, oh my gosh, she had like this weird little cameo as some space you know, pirate oh, renegade person. Yeah, that. completely. Yeah, oh, she didn't have a very big part. Like it was the end of the then like Sylvester Stallone's in there. Um, I forget oh. what's his name, uh, Duncan something. Uh, but anyway, yeah, hmm. and she was one of the space raider people. Oh, that's fun. Oh yeah, mm. I forgot she yeah. was in that. Mm-hmm. Barely. She was barely. also in Star Trek Discovery, and I loved her in that. Ah, oh. mm-hmm. mm-hmm. was a great role in that. Mm. Anyway, well. Actress in a supporting role. Angela Bassett, of course, from Black Panther. Hong Chow from The Whale. Carrie Condon from The Banshees of Ed Sheeran. Jamie Lee Curtis, Everything, Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Stephanie Hsu, Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. This is a tough category. It's tough, mm-hmm. but... I think this is the one that's kind of up in the air. For I me. feel like it would be if one of the Everything Everywhere people were nominated, but I feel like yeah. if it, if Angela Bassett wasn't here, I think it would be tough. But I think Angela Bassett's been running everything. It's Angela Bassett. I think they're okay. going to give it to her. I think Jamie Lee and Stephanie kind of split the everything yeah, vote. that's the thing. But after seeing it, man, Stephanie, she was just so good. But I think mm-hmm. it's going to be Angela Bassett. So you're going for Angela. Yeah, but those supporting categories, that's where the shocks always seem to happen. I know. Yeah. What do you think, Tara? Who are you going to put I'm going to go Angela as well, just because I think that Jamie Lee and Stephanie will split some votes. <sighs> okay. I'm going out on a limb here. Yeah. I'm going Stephanie Shue. Okay. I would not be shocked in any capacity if that was the case. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Angela's think... won, right? For something else? Um, I feel like she's won before. Is it for I the Tina Turner not. movie? No, she actually didn't win for that. But I feel like there was something... Let's find out. Let's see what Wikipedia uh, says. Yeah. Will you look that up? Okay. I'll go to directing. Love it. Uh, for directing, we have Shocker. Same movies here. Uh, Banshees <laughs> of Ed Sheeran. <laughs> Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. The Fablemans. Tar. And Triangle of Sadness. What is this Triangle of Sadness? It sounds very sad. Uh, I've heard it's actually kind of funny. and Is uh, it? Absurd. Like an absurdist kind of movie. Oh, okay. I mean to um, check that out. Yeah. Um, she has not won, by the way. Angela oh, Bassett. So. She hasn't. No. So I feel like for that wow. reason alone, she'll she'll win. She yeah. hasn't. No. That's crazy. She was right? nominated for what's love got to do with it, but she didn't. She's probably won other things, but just I, not the Oscar. Mm, yeah. Hmm. So then there you go. Maybe that's maybe that's uh, gonna be a a factor in that category. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, what category were we on? Direct. I think best oh. picture is probably the next big one. Oh, best picture. Uh, yeah. uh, I feel like it's going to be everything everywhere. Yeah, well, this I mean, one has more on there in here. It's 10, all right. There's all tip, five choices and five tokens that they threw in there to get viewers like Avatar and Top Gun. And, you know, your women talking's in there. Yeah, it's a great movie. It's not going to win. <laughs> this, is a very, this is a very flooded category. Hmm. You know, the shock would be too. All Quiet on the Western Front got a ton of nominations, but I just don't think it's going to. I mean, it's, a, you know, supposedly very epic. and um, Yeah, that'd be but, a shock though. I mean, yeah, I think if everything, everywhere, all at once doesn't get it, I think it's a, uh, it's a um, upset. And I think it'll be the Fablemans if it doesn't, but who knows. Huh. Yeah. But I think it'll win. All right. Well, it's going to be fun. I mean, it should be a fun uh Although, you know show. what? You know what? Oh. I, You know, they often like to split the categories. And I can I could see a situation where the directors win uh -huh. for everything everywhere at all once, and we get a different best picture. Because they're like, yeah. we really like the job they did, but yet we don't necessarily want to give it. And we like the, the acting. We like the directing. We just don't know if we want to give it the best picture of the whole year. But I don't know what would beat it unless it was Fableman's or if they just randomly went with All Quiet. But right. I, don't, I just don't know. I think it'll probably win. But. but again, there's so many people, so many films in that category could split the spread yeah. the votes out. That's I know true. someone makes it randomly little... gives it to someone else. Avatar or something. <sighs> yeah. Stressful. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Editing. Mm -hmm. If it doesn't win editing, come on. I mean, uh, that to me is like, it's insane. It's a shoe win. It has to. I would that editing so, yeah. was ridiculous. It's intense. Yeah. It's just, and to keep everything straight, the just to keep everything <laughs> moving and, and comprehensible and yeah. yeah. Mm. Right. There you go. We'll see. We'll see what happens next weekend. <laughs> Can't wait. All right. Let's move on to some TV. Let's do it. Some Last of Us. Mm. So last week, episode seven, we got mm. a flashback episode. We'll start it out in the present with Joel. Um, very wounded. Yes. Somehow, it doesn't show how Ellie has brought him from kind of the <laughs> middle of nowhere, um, bleeding out next to the horse. Somehow, right. he's now indoors. Um, yeah, you see like a trail of blood. We yeah. follow that trail of blood, but we don't know how the hell she was able to do that. Yeah. So so that happened. Um, and uh, <laughs> he's basically like, leave me. You got to go on. And uh, then it kind of jumps to this flashback episode um, where we find Ellie in, like, essentially a military school uh, for with Fedra, right? Mm -hmm. my, that's what I gathered. Yep. Um, training. To be, and it looks pretty like a pretty normal school. You almost wouldn't think that it was post-apocalyptic. Um, but yeah, so she's she gets in a fight, and the girl says, "You know, your friend isn't here anymore, and she's the one that did all your fighting for you." And Ellie said, "Well, fuck that." And so she beat this girl up. She gets yeah. sent to the principal's <laughs> office, um, and the principal, or whoever this guy is, the He's not really a principal. He's kind of a military guy. Yeah. He um, runs yeah. the school. Says so basically, hey, either you can be, you know, like that girl and be the one, you know, cleaning up after everybody and getting bossed around. Or you can be 
like me can be a leader, you know, I see potential in you and you can be the one telling her what to do. Um, but you got to stop like beating people up and um, get your stuff together. So which one is it going to be? Um, but apparently you learn that she's had this friend that's kind of missing or that's left. Um, so now she's on her own. She's got to make a decision if she's going to go and go all in on being part of Fedra or if she is going to keep, you know, trying to, you know, make trouble. And, yeah, be, uh, be, 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 a, be a pain in the ass and yeah. not do what she's supposed to do. Yeah. So she says, all right, fine. She's going to, you know, go straight and she's going to um, just go along with the program. And of course she makes that decision. And then that night uh, her friend decides to come back, <laughs> crawls through the window. So great timing. Um, of course. And she goes, says, you know, well, and, and what the friend's name is? Riley. Riley. Yes. <laughs> so Riley comes back. Yes. Um, shows up. Of course, Ellie's like, where the hell have you been? I think it's shed. It's been about three weeks at that point. Mm -hmm. And Riley's been busy. So she says, you know, it wasn't, you know, I, this wasn't for me. I left. I basically, I joined the Fireflies and um, I'm with them now. And that, that this is my life now. And uh, she made it clear to Ellie that, you know, maybe you have a future here. But for me, you know, the, the detail they gave me was basically shoveling shit. And, <laughs> you know, they didn't give me a leadership opportunity. They gave, you know, that was the opportunity they gave me. So um, I got to make my own uh, future here. So mm -hmm. understandable about why she'd want to leave. Sure. Ellie's not too happy about that. But. Uh, she understands, and Riley basically says, hey, do you want to go on this? I don't She kind of, she doesn't really say it's a mission at that point. She mm -hmm. just kind of says it's like a... I want to show you something. I want to show you something. Um, come with me. Uh, it'll be fun, right? So she said, like, oh, it'll be, it'll be fun. We'll sneak out. No one, no one's out and about. No one's looking for anybody right now because um, Fedra's so dumb or whatever. <laughs> right. <laughs> so they sneak out. They say, she goes, oh, we're, I'm going to take you to the mall. And Ellie says, well, that place is crawling with infected. And Riley says, oh, no, that's what they want you to think, right? Um, it's fine. It's fine over there. <laughs> so they show up. They go to the mall. Um, and they go in. And I think that's when Ellie kind of gets the picture that maybe she's on more of a mission with Riley or she's there to um, – you know, I don't know if it happens then or later, but anyway, Riley's kind of asked her to help her with a few things along the way. But mm -hmm. also, you know, yeah, you're helping me, but hey, let's make the most of it. And this is, you know, just enjoy it while you're here. And I want to do something special for you. Um, so they go into the mall and it's underground. Um, they're in Boston. So if you're familiar, with every, there's a lot of underground stuff there mm -hmm. because Ellie's first question is, um, hey, well, if you're going to turn on all the lights in this mall, because Riley want, wants to light it all up and make it special, everyone's going to see. And she goes, no, we're basically in a bunker. So yeah, let's, let's do it. So she flips on the lights and a great um, circa 2003 shopping mall lights up. <laughs> um, they have the whole place to themselves. It is pretty. It's, it's fun. very pretty. Yeah. Very the, pretty. The lights come on. Very it's very cool. kind of eerie. Especially um, in that world, it's, it's yeah, they have just been magical, right? So, you know, there's plants going growing in the mall, but there's also you know neon lights and all that. Yeah, so it's fun. 
So they do some walking and some <laughs> Talk, well, talking, walking and talking. Well, the first thing she does, the first thing that excites her was electric stairs or whatever. It's like, <laughs> That's yes. really cute. The escalator. And she's like, I'm going up. I'm going down. I'm staying in place. And it's just, she's just having a ball running up and down the escalator. Yeah. What'd you say? I got like, I got like four things, four, four special yeah. things to show wonders, you. Or yeah. Wonders of four wonders. Ones. Yes. <laughs> and that was not one of them, but kind <laughs> she's of like, but there can be five. There's yeah. five yeah. wonders. <laughs> uh, I like that part um, where she tripped. That almost made me think, did that really just accidentally happen? Because it looked very, <laughs> very like real. Spontaneous. Yeah. Real. Yeah. yeah. So I'd be curious to know if she really fell. But anyway. <laughs> and then another one was a carousel, mm-hmm. right? Very magical. Magic horses. Yeah. What was another one? The photo booth. Yes. Oh, that was cute. That's right. Yeah. The photo booth. Mm-hmm. And to me, the, the most one... magical, the arcade. Yeah, yes. baby. The that arcade. Was freaking epic. Where they found the Mortal Kombat 2 uh, <laughs> game. And so, yep. and Riley, of course, knows that Ellie loves Mortal Kombat 2. And so she's done this very special thing where she's gone and broken the quarter machine. So they have an infinite number of quarters that they can just play and play and play. Um, and I guess in the game, this is where there was some controversy I was reading. Huh. Um, the, they, they can't actually get the console to work. And Riley has to describe to oh. um, Ellie like what, what it is. And I guess it was just kind of like a different, more kind of more seemingly special moment so like yeah. that's kind of how they do it so Got but it. in this version they play um and it i love mortal kombat i have one in my house too so <laughs> you do you just really seeing love it, it. Yeah, it was very nostalgic for me too that's awesome um yeah but that was definitely my favorite part but then meanwhile of course while they're playing the game you know it you know it kind of pulls away and goes right. into a creepy uh like, dark oh. hallway finally you know there's a reason why this feels creepy right right (laughs) and then you see one um infected guy laying there and he kind of wakes up shot when they back out of the thing and when yeah that was very good yeah it was really good yes and to tracy's point um i was like oh okay there is there are infected there and so you see the one and i'm like oh yeah there's gonna be a bunch of them that's what i thought but there's one one guy one dude um and he the thing was he was also laying in the like what do they call it? The um, the things that kind of like spread out that yeah. alert others to yeah, the know fungal that network the, thing. yes, the fungal ner- network. So I thought even though it's one guy there, he's w- woken up and he's alerting the yeah. others oh, that someone so smart. is there. Like so, yeah. I thought more people would eventually be descending upon them. Absolutely, um, I didn't think about that. So that was huh. just weird for me. That yeah. it seems very unrealistic that there would only be one left in there i wonder why they did that could have been budget could have been time they didn't want that big of a fight scene they just wanted to get to the whole point that even like two more would have been yeah Yeah, like two more like yeah yeah yeah. right huh because it just felt a little silly with one of them and they're in kind of that costume shop area and yeah he's not very coordinated it didn't seem like it'd be that hard to take down just the one and almost looked kind of silly it didn't even look like a great fight scene to me it just looked a little all over the place yeah um it would have been yeah higher stakes that they would have at least had like one other one or two yeah it didn't have to be a whole horde like you know it's unbelievable they would have fought off that many um yeah that's interesting right 
I mean, and Riley had a gun, so they could have had like two or three others. And at least she could have gotten a few shots off and shot him in the head. And right. Take care of him. Quick. That would have been right. Yeah. But, huh? Yeah. Um, yeah. So at, uh, when they do get to that point after the arcade, they're kind of at, where, where are they at? The costume shop? Yeah, I'm going a, up totally yeah, like a horror shop. Yeah. <laughs> You're doing great. Yeah. Ha- Halloween costume place. Yeah. yeah. Put masks yeah. on. And this whole time, there's definitely been some looks between them, some Ellie, you know, you can tell there's little something, some, some feelings. Lingering, lingering gazes. Lingering gazes, yes. Um, for t- the two of them, especially in like the photo booth, the, you know, just, it feels like a date. That's what it feels like, mm-hmm. that they're yeah. on a date. Right. But um, I don't think they know that they're like, El- I no. think Ellie really wants it to be a date and she's not sure if Riley right. feels the same way. Yeah. Right. That's yeah. my impression. And I don't even know if they kn- really know that that's what they, I mean, I think that they know that that's what they want, but they don't know how to express right. that or mm-hmm. that, that, you know, I don't know. So, uh, yeah. So they're in this costume shop area and they're up on the are they up on the <laughs> the counter thing, the counter display yeah. counter, yeah. and what are they doing they're like they're dancing they're man. just dancing yeah mm-hmm. comes on. On. right they put on the masks <laughs> they're dancing it was really funny it's a very cute scene you know yes. you got this big weird mask on they're dancing have a good time <laughs> meanwhile the creatures lurching toward them kind of in the background <laughs> yeah um really yeah and then killer they t- yeah they take off their masks there's definitely some more longing looks um i can't there's a, remember there's a what, smooch there's a smooch, a smooch. i can't remember what led to the smooch like what was yeah it really either. wasn't like that i think maybe it was it like ellie saying please don't go or i don't know Did she know she a, was going yet though i think so yeah yeah she told her she was going it's to going? atlanta okay yeah right um and she had to and she had accepted it at that point. Yeah. That's right. And then she's like, I won't. I think she said, I won't. Right. After Ellie says, please don't go. She's like, I won't. Uh, then maybe that's in the smooching. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's when it happened. Right, right around there. That feels right. And then, of course, you knew, well, then this is going to end horribly. I mean, because you already yeah. knew it was. And then yeah. almost immediately, the infected <laughs> guy pops out. <laughs> right on cue, move. man. Uh, two, two, two young girls uh, enjoying a, a nice... Lovely moment. Cue the bloodthirsty fucking zombie. Yeah. This is so, why we can't have nice things. <laughs> no. So that lasts about 10 seconds. <laughs> and then, yeah. Um, yeah, so mm. then they fight for their lives. Mm-hmm. Um, they both are bitten. Yeah. And they, they realize... Um, like oh shit what are we gonna do and riley has a gun and at first there's like for a second you know thinking we could just shoot ourselves yeah and then riley says no we have to take the time that we have um and you know be together as long as we can because there's a nice conversation that they have earlier about why riley wants to go because uh she ellie's just having a hard time understanding about why would you want to go with them and riley says you know you've never experienced loss because you Mm -hmm. you were an orphan or you know Mm -hmm. i i had a family i i want to feel like i belong to something again so i that's why i chose the fireflies they chose me 
Hmm. They want me to be a part of that. And I want to be a part of that too. Um, So, you know, when she tells Ellie, you know, we need to make, we have this time. So we need to make the most of this time that we have. So we're not going to just like take it away. Um, So we're left and then they just kind of are holding each other. And then that's where it ends. Well, that's the last we see of them. So we don't get to see them. Well, Riley changing. We're we're left to kind of imagine what happens. We have to imagine that we have to kind of imagine, right. That, eventually well, ellie has to kill her right yeah <laughs> and so. i was wondering if we're gonna see more of that because like i was telling tara earlier like if if riley was bitten but ellie wasn't then i guess you know i could see all right it implies that eventually she probably has to make a choice and kill her but i feel like you're missing the whole ellie like riley turns but ellie doesn't and right. how she discovers that she doesn't turn and i feel like that's a big part of the story probably that we might end up seeing more of this later as far as when, you know, her friend's not, you know, is turning, but she's not. And then I feel like there's more to explore there than just, like, one got bitten, one didn't. Right. So we'll see. And then how do the fireflies recognize that she's special and not like, oh, you're about to, no, we're not going to take you in. You're going to turn any minute and kill us all. Like, how do they know that she's special? I think that could even make it the story more tragic if like when she discovers she's fine but her friend is yeah, turning into like, a okay, fumble zombie okay. like, right mm-hmm. okay. yeah mm-hmm. so we'll yeah, see that's, that, that's some that'll good drama fuck you up. they're gonna yeah. <laughs> they're gonna mine that i'm sure we'll see that moment <laughs> for sure yeah um, so yeah. then it cuts back to her and joel in the present and she you know we in the present joel has is still saying hey just leave me just go get out of here yeah and you know, she's just kind of flashback to that moment where, you know, someone she's cared about has said, no, you know, we're not going to end this quickly. We're going to spend this time that we have together. We're going to yeah. do something with it. So she decides, you know, fuck this. I'm going to, I'm at least going to try. I'm going to try to save him. Yep. Um, so she runs frantically around the house, um, ends up finding a needle and thread <laughs> and, uh, uh going and sewing him up and it's kind of a nice <laughs> it's kind of a nice moment where she kind of looks at him like i'm gonna do it i'm gonna sew you up Ooh. and he's like uh okay okay <laughs> and she but he realizes that uh, you know he's she's gonna try to save him and yeah. he kind of gives gives consent for that so um <laughs> yeah and then we get well, to see that yeah and i like how he told her to leave graphic. like he told her to go north and go find mm-hmm. Tommy, and she leaves. And then you're, of course, she's not gonna leave. But I think he thinks he had. I feel like he had to look like, oh, she really left me. <laughs> um, but then she comes back. So, yeah. By the way, that mall yeah. in the episode that was yeah. uh, effects. That was not that that original shot where it all lights up. That yeah. was all video effects that they they got access to a mall in Calgary, but it was kind of puny, and they wanted it to be oh grand. bigger. And, yeah. and it was one of the more expensive shots that they did for the show, apparently. And they're mm. kind of like, is it worth the money for this shot? And they're like, yeah, this is a big moment. It's worth it. <laughs> yeah. And I guess they probably used them all for, you know, more intimate shots, like close-ups. But but that whole thing at the beginning where it lights up was effects. Very cool. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. Because you got to control. It's a good shot. Very, yeah. yeah. It's all very precise. And I think, and I think they probably would have used them all. It was like an abandoned mall. But it was just like it was too small for what they wanted. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. 
I guess, but like it's Sunday right now. We're recording. We see what happens next. Today. We don't know what happens yeah. next. I mean, and that was a fine episode. I, yeah, I definitely wasn't episode three level with Mm-mm. Frank and um. Oh, well, what's his, his name? name? Yeah, Bill, <laughs> Bill, 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 and Frank. <laughs> um, you know, uh. there's definitely not that kind of chemistry, and no, for but sure. It... But also, they're like two thirteen-year-old girls, so right, I mean, <laughs> right. How much are you gonna show? But. Yeah, and all you know, I don't know. It's kind of a different, you know. It's kind of like your first crush or first, you know, versus yeah. like, be, like your life partner. You know, finding your life. You know, I don't know. It's, it's just a very a bit it's different. Totally different. So yeah, um, that's why I'm surprised we didn't see. I mean, she killed a zombie and she seemed fine with it, but I can't remember the line earlier, like that she'd killed someone, and I don't know if she's referring to the zombie or also then gonna refer to the. Her friend. I think it's having, right. If she yeah. has to kill she her. referred to, yeah, in an earlier episode, she said to Joel something about at a mall having yeah. to kill. She's killed before or something right. at a mall. So, yeah. I think she's talking about having to kill the zombie and yeah, Riley. Right. I think you're right. Yeah. So. We shall that's see. depressing. It's yes. very sad. Um, well, the, sh- the show's not a comedy. So. No. <laughs> you know. But let's talk about a lighter hearted <gasps> show. Okay. Sort of. Mando. Mando is yes. back. Let me tell yes. you this. I watched it the other night, and then I watched it again this morning, and it made me happy. It's oh. a happy place. Yeah. And and I was thinking, too, and like we're talking uh, AK about Andor being more gloomy and depressing and serious and Mandalorian. You got all sorts of crap, crazy crap in Mandalorian, <laughs> and I love yeah. it, and I love it's... The tone of it, the feel of it, it's just fun. The music starts and it's just boom, we're back in Mando World. And I I love it. I love it's what nice they've done with it. It's back. It takes place two years after the last season um that we saw them. Or I guess probably two years since we saw them in Boba Fett. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Um but it's uh, you know, it starts with a scene of and I have questions. So you've got the armorer making a little helmet. For this yeah. little little boy that originally I think a lot of people are like, ooh, is that Jin Jarin, you know? Yeah. Man, for sure. Getting his helmet. Mm-hmm. And then I watched it again this morning. I was like, man, it doesn't really look like him at all, but you just kind of think this is this is his helmet. This is his becoming a Mandalorian. And then I thought, okay, it's a little helmet. And she's like, you can never take it off. Yeah. Is it oversized? Does it grow with the head? Does it keep the head small? <laughs> Do they want Mandalorians to have tiny heads? So they give them the make, helmet with their little. It doesn't make sense. How does that work? Here's the thing. They have to switch helmets and take it off. No, no, point. no. They're not allowed to take it off in the presence of others. That's what I thought. Okay. They're not allowed to take, like, I think they can pretty... sleep with that. I think that that's what you're yeah. not allowed to take it off uh, around other people. Like, with other people. Well, I hope he gets a bigger helmet someday because it's a little boy with a little helmet. He's yeah, like I think you can head. like take it off to put another helmet on. That's what okay. you know. I think that's all right. Okay, as yeah, long as like, that's within you, the rules. What if you have to like sneeze or puke or something? Mm. Like you can't <laughs> leave it on, right? You wouldn't think. Well, it's that's messy. Oh, well, yeah. Hopefully, we won't. Like, what <laughs> if you need to clean it? Is it antimicrobial yeah, or? Oh, it must be get so gross in there. I did like it showed you her know? putting the, the electronics in there, and she puts it on the heads like. Ching! Like, you might need to fix that at some point. You take yeah, it totally. off to fix the electronics. Like, just wearing a mask around for COVID, like, you know, your face gets all, like, right. gross. And, and you're fighting yeah. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Well, <laughs> it made me also kind of want a Mandalorian helmet. Oh, sure. Cool. Yeah. But anyway. Um, <laughs> Who doesn't? Once you put it on, you can never take it off the window. So. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> I'm fine with that. Um, 
But during, you know, but the ceremony's interrupted because this big sea dragon lizard thing comes out of the water. So cool. And straight out of the Jurassic planet. World or whatever. Exactly. Yeah, that's great. It's a big old alligator. Um, Space alligator. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're not having a lot of success fighting them. They're all, they're like, take no. to the skies. And Why would they try and... fighting it? Get out of there. That's what I'm That's saying. True. That's what I'm saying. What like, are you doing? Land. Mandos can take a lot of things down, but they were really struggling with the, the space <laughs> yeah. alligator. Why not just <laughs> run away? Like, why are you trying to kill the space alligator? Yeah, also, why can it go on land? Thing, just back Did this up. thing shock you? Like, why are you doing your thing? Is this the first time you've ever seen these these things pop out of the Maybe sea Maybe right it's there? a new right. home for the Mandalores. Maybe it's a new place they've they've set up and maybe this is the first ceremony they've had where they put them in the water and right. they didn't know that thing was there. you all have those jet packs on just fly fly, fly away let's go well Rab, luckily up somebody else and fly away <laughs> why are you trying to take this thing down lucky for them that we realize Very it's not lucky. a flashback because mando shows up in his little fighter with the baby grogu and yeah shoots the thing and blows it up and so everything's all good oh that was gross the guts everywhere that was, gross. that was funny um and then he and the baby show up the baby's like it, it, it he, he lands and he looks over and then all of a sudden little baby yo grogu head pops up <laughs> and it's like it's like oh baby we're back so but sadly he talks to the armorer he says you took your helmet off you're not one of us anymore you you have betrayed your mm-hmm. oath uh and worse you did it on purpose Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, I can go swim and, uh, you know, <laughs> bathe in the, the sea of Mandalore, sea, whatever, the something. underworld of Mandalore, the, the living waters of Mandalore. She's like, ah, problem. They're not there. It was all messed up. <laughs> Bad so he's news. like, look, we found this thing that showed like with Mandalorian stuff on it. And like, what if mm-hmm. they're there? I like how it's like, well, what if they are there and I could do it? And that counts. Right. And she's like. This is the way. Like, okay. <laughs> She's like, sure, whatever. I, guess I, so. I like, I like the way she said that line. She's like, "This is the way." <laughs> okay. <laughs> so he's like, "Yeah, all right, we'll we'll try that." He's like, "Great, so, that's all I needed. Great." So you're saying, saying there's a chance. So they're saying you're saying there's a chance. Uh, um. So then he's like, "All right, let's let's head out." So then he he flies, and I, I think this is where when he's flying to uh, Navarro, yeah. Navarro, yeah, um, yeah, basically where he we first met him. Uh, where Grief uh, Karga, a.k.a. Carl Weathers, who I'm kind of getting a little crush on. I think he's cool. He's but, um, uh, uh, like a man. Yeah, he was looking sharp. He was yes. out high mag- magistrate. Um, right. But on their way there, they're, it's really cute. They're flying like hyperspace, and you're seeing these creature whale-looking yeah. organisms going through, and little Grogu's like, oh, looking around. And apparently that... that is something that was seen in Rebels, which people are saying Ezra is going to oh. show. That's something to do with the character in Rebels, Ezra, which I Who's think Ezra? they have cast. Who I think is I haven't watched Rebels, so Who's I don't know Ezra? a lot about him. He was a character in Rebels, like the main character. I think. Okay, cool. So I That's think fun. he may be showing up. I think they had cast him, and everybody's like, "Ooh, that means he's coming back," because it has okay. something to do with him. And I can't talk to it because I don't know. Okay. But it was a nice moment, and he was like, "I'm getting a little scared," and so he crawled it through his little oh, hatch and so curled cute. up with Mando. That was so very cute. sweet. But it was a cool. So it was very pretty. Um, yeah. So he beautiful. stops in Navarro, which is done quite well. Uh, Grief has turned it into a respectable town. Mm-hmm. It's got your, your little salacious crumb Kowakian, uh <laughs> creatures in the trees. Little, uh, Long Calmari walking around. You got musicians, which I want that band to go to Galaxy's Edge. I want to hear them playing at Galaxy's this Edge. This should have been Galaxy's so pleasant, Edge. Like right? this, this little Navarro world is like that would have been yeah. like a perfect. I like uh, this world. Galaxy's Edge. Just make some adjustments. Setting. Put those things in the trees. Yeah. Put that band out and a little multi-armed chopping 
food guy. Totally. Up some vegetables. It was yes. very sweet. Um, kids playing in the street. They have a statue to IG-11 yeah. for his sacrifice. Um, cool. Grief Karga. Okay, Car Weathers, man, you know, we all first saw him as Apollo Creed. And now he's like, he's hanging out. And I mean, he's had, obviously had a long career since then. He directs, he's in this, he's funny, he's really good. I like me some Carl Weathers. He's respectable. And uh, um, he, he, uh, he brings up uh, uh, Mando to his office. And he's saying, you know, you should just... Stay here. You know, you've done your thing. Just have some land. Stay here. Live the fat of the land. You're good. Yeah. You know, and he's saying, I got to go get my, you know, respectability back. Got to be a man dork. Took my helmet off. He's like, even better. You you know, they don't even Fuck want it. you. Just stay here. <laughs> and I do, I do like there was a moment where he says, you, the little one. And Mando's like, Grogu. He's like, excuse me? He's like, Grogu is his name. He's like, it's something like, whatever you say. Like, whatever. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> I just thought that was like with the fans, like the, that was sort of the fan thing of like, yeah, Grogu, whatever. He's still Baby Yoda. He has um, a name, right? Um, <laughs> but he he keeps saying that you know just settle down, and settle down. He's like, no, I can't do it. And then one of his little uh, worker droids shows up and says, um, sir, we've got the problem. There's some pirates. So the pirates have shown up because back in the day, uh, and and I do love which I call them robe droids. They're, he's got his his cloak and his robes, and these two yeah. little droids are like tagging oh, along, cute. carrying the the hem yeah. of his of his cloak. But so I call them oh. probe droids, robe droids. <laughs> robe. Can um, we also talk about how Baby Yoda in oh yes. his off in his office when he when uh, they were talking, he was just in the background in uh, in the chairs spinning. using the force to spin himself. So cute. And then he used the force to, to grab like a little space candy, like a little jelly bean. <laughs> And the whole just time, a good I just time. in the background of every scene, I just like to watch Grogu. What's, yeah, what's his Grogu little, doing? What's, what's, his little face. What's his facial business? Expressions. Yeah. Um, so they go off to to check on these pirates who like uh, the old bar where they used to get jobs from grief. Uh, mm. It's now school, and the droid won't let them in. They're like, "This is our our bar. We want to go in and have a drink." And, and Grief's like, you know, hey, it's, it's my town, it's my school, we don't have a bar here, we're respectable, come. And he's he's doing the cool, he's like, yeah, let me get you a drink, in. let's go to my office, let's have a drink, it's all good. And yeah. they're like, you bring us a drink here, this is the bar. And he's like, mm, no, I'm not going to do it. And he's like, you've gone soft. He's like, have I? He shows the gun, <laughs> the other guy's showing his gun, and then it's like a standoff, and then, of course, he just shoots his hand, he doesn't shoot him, he shoots mm-hmm. the gun yeah. out of the other guy's hand. Gave him a chance to get like, out of there. Get out of here, and then the other pirates, you know, Mando's standing there, keeping watch, the other pirates are like, mm, I think we want to fight some more, so they pull it. <laughs> Grief and Mando take them all out. He's the main piratey guy. There's and there's a big pirate boss over him, and he's like, he lets mm-hmm. him go so we can spread the word. Like your pirates aren't welcome here, so he yep. lets the main guy go so he can tell the big pirate overlord, "Don't send your pirates to Navarro. We're respectable now." <laughs> so, um, so they 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 talk a little bit more about the. Uh, they do mention uh, Cara Dune, Marshall Dune. Yeah, that was a nice little. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you yeah. should stay. Explanation and, there. Right, be Marshall. It's like, well, what happened to Marshall Dune? It's like, ah, oh, she got a better offer when she brought in Moff Gideon to, to join the, the Rangers or something. Special forces. Special forces. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like, what about Moff Gideon? He's off at a new Republic War Tribunal. So it's like, okay, you know. Bye-bye. Obviously, yeah. Cara Dune's not coming back. We may see Moff Gideon, maybe not, but it's got, here's mm-hmm. where they are. Don't worry about them. <laughs> Don't worry about it. So he, he says, here's why I'm here, basically. And he says, I can't stay. I've got... 
other things. I've got I gotta go because I've got to take care of these things. But I'm gonna need IG88. He's like he's a statue. Like he's, <laughs> he's like, but it, those are his parts, right? Well, let me try to fix them. Like, All right, whatever you want to do. <laughs> so they 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 bring him in. He actually gets him working. He's tinkering. He's tinkering. And IG11. <laughs> Wakes up and he goes back to his old prog- programming. That was pretty Brogu. funny. That was really yeah, funny. Yeah, and then because it's only his torso, it's like torso, head, yeah. and one arm. <laughs> and so he's going after little Grogu. And so, like, this like, very creepy way where he's like dragging right. himself. Yeah, it's yeah, very, yeah. T- it was very like creepy. T, uh, very yeah, Terminator. T2. Yeah, yeah, yeah Terminator mm-hmm. for sure. So they, um, so he shoots him, he tosses Grogu to grief Karga. Like, <laughs> hey, but I like in the end, it's his little football. helper droid, like the, the, IG 11's like crawling on the floor, and, the, and then the little helper droid just shoves a statue of, I think it was of Grieve, yeah, towards yeah. him. And Grieve's head just smashes the head of IG 11, and Mando's like, Well, that's using your head. <laughs> um, so they're like, Okay, well, we need more help to like with his new memory circuit. So who can help? How about the Anzellans, aka the Babu Fricks? And there's a bunch of them now, and they're this adorable. Is so and they're, fun! It was so fun. It's you know just the way they're like no fix. He broke. He broken. Get party <laughs> fixed. Um, at first they're in this tiny little cave, and it's hilarious yeah. that they have to basically roll the droid into there, and then they <laughs> have to like get down on the ground and look in there to see well, if like, like this, this tiny little thing underneath is pretty funny because mando's sitting in there with him yeah he's and, and at first he can't understand what they're saying so grief's outside <laughs> like he says he can't fix them and um yeah. and finally you know he starts to understand it but it's I like get it i get it and <laughs> grief's just still out there like okay <laughs> uh. um and then of course grogu decides that the little guy looks like a toy and goes to pick him up hence the bad baby and, um, <laughs> no. That was absolutely adorable. No squeeze, no squeeze. <laughs> to, to be fair, they are toys. I have one. It's right over there. And do it's you really? really yeah. Or, Should I get it? Well, I might need one. Yeah, I want to okay. see because they're adorable. Cat is currently going to get her tiny Babu Frick toy. The Golden Girls are still standing guard in the back of the room. Did now, you get that? Get that. That's adorable. It's not Did to you get scale. that at Black Spire? No, it's I got kind this, of to scale. This was a Target purchase. Oh, okay. And um Oh my god, that's so But cute. wait. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I think I want one. That is so cute. I love oh him so gosh. much. Look, and he's not wearing a shirt. See? He's not wearing a shirt. <laughs> Authentic. Yeah. So yeah, who wouldn't want to squeeze one of these little guys? Of course, Grogu wants them. I don't. So I don't blame cute. him. That is adorable. Yeah, I love it. Well, uh, they no bright, no fix. We're gonna <laughs> get part we fix. Um, so they gotta now go to get the part, and he's like, "Keep an eye on the the IG eleven parts. Yeah, uh, don't let them do anything. We'll be back. We gotta get this part." So they take off to. Uh, uh, they're gonna go off, do whatever they're gonna do, and but they run into more pirates. The pirates are there waiting for them. Yeah, they are. So they have a little skirmish. Uh, of course, he takes out the pirates and then sees the big giant pirate ship with yep. Pirate King Gorian Shard. Oh, it looks like a weird hybrid character out of Pirates of the Caribbean with like yeah. seaweed hanging off of him. Totally. He looks uh, like first I thought he was like a like the guy from Naboo, the big guy, the. Who was like king of the Gungans, whatever. Oh, he reminded yeah. me of him at first, but then I was like, no, he's a weird, creepy seaweed face guy. 
but they like hit the the superpower, uh, like the Tesla power button, and like <laughs> past the past the big ship and get away. Thank, thank goodness they got away. Yeah. Um. They next go to, uh, Calavella, Calavella, a planet in the Mandalorian system. Yes. Where they see a Bo Katan hanging out, looking, and it's I call her bitter Bo Katan because she's very bitter. Katie Sackhoff. Katie Sackhoff hanging out is quite a a stand. Well, it's more of a sit. It's a wide spread. I liked sit. it. It was a good spread. Yeah. And she doesn't move. She's the whole conversation. Nope. She's sitting the same way. She's like, I ain't getting like, up for you. Zero fucks. And, and, I, she's not, and there's nothing going on. Like, there's no. literally nobody there. She's and just why was she just been there? Yeah, right. right. Well, like, did I she think know was... he'd arrived and she just went and sat in this chair? Probably. Power Probably. move. Right. Because um, apparently that's where her, her people were, that they were going to go back and take over, take back Mandalore. Right. Uh, but <laughs> in a nutshell, it's like, well, you got the dark saber, not me. They all left when I didn't have the dark saber. They all took off. So you got the saber. Why don't you go lead them? They're your people now. You go do it because I got nothing, and uh, it's nothing there anyway. You're not gonna find your little waters, but if you do find them, they're uh, beneath the civic center in the city of Sundary. But they're you're, good luck to you. It's not gonna happen. Your cult gave up on Mandalore long before the purge. She's all bitter about his cult, and uh, you know bitter. she's bitter in bow. a bad place. This <laughs> so it's like bow. This is the way. And he's like Biden, Jajarin. <laughs> like I'll never see you again. And he walks like off to his again. next adventure to go renew his um, Mandalorianness, his vows. Mm-hmm. But I forget now. Where is he going to find the part? Yeah, that was unclear to me. I forget a lot of. Then he went here. I might not know yet. But maybe he needs to get his Mandalorian self back before. But no, he can't go to Mandalore till he gets part because he needs IG eleven. Exactly. That's the whole. That's why he went there in the first place. Mm -hmm. Um, To Navarro. So yeah, no, he's gotta he's gotta go find that part next, right? So he gets the part, then he fixes IG eleven, and then they go to Mandalore. Right. I'm sure lots of shit's gonna happen along the way. Yeah, probably. Uh, that's why they have a lot of episodes. So <laughs> that makes sense. Things can happen. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, that's how TV works. But it was it was nice, and and I like the goofiness of like random characters and funny moments and robe droids and yeah. You now it, it's, it's I it's like fun. the lightness of this compared to Andor, and I also love Andor. So I like that there's mm-hmm. balance. There's different. Yeah, you can like both types of series, right? And I, I fr- love Mando. I forget where it happened. It was either at the very end or maybe when they're with the whales where uh, Grogu comes down from his little perch in the ship and basically snuggles up to yeah. Mando. Mm-hmm. And, but he's like, oh, he like holds him and he teaches like, now this is how you navigate the right. spaceship. See, you have to like watch your gauges and they have a cute little scene yeah, where he's, he's teaching, teaching him, how, him to, how to be yeah. a man war. It's really and, and, and Grogu seems a little older. He walks a little better on his own. <laughs> I mean, a little. <laughs> Waddles. You know, waddle. <laughs> Trying to can't catch up with him. <laughs> I know. It's like, he makes him walk a little bit, but he's, you know. uh, But he's had two years of training. He's two years or from the training, I guess. So he's he's gotten, I mean, two out of like 800. It's not a lot, I guess. But That's fair. But he's still very much his impulsive self because. Yeah. He's still a baby. He wanted to squeeze. <gasps> Wait, here, has he talked yet? Are we going to hear him like say daddy or something? <laughs> we haven't heard him say an actual word yet, right? No, just gurgling. Daddy. Gurgling. <laughs> daddy. 
Oh, by the way, it said that where was I reading? It had um, one of the reviews had like fun moment of closed captioning was like curious gurgling noises or something for, <laughs> Amazing. for Grogu. I guess that was the caption. Um, but yeah, I feel like at some point he's got to say a word like Dada or Mando or something. I don't know. And I that's going to be like the smoke moment. Like it talks. Like when Lisa Simpson finally talked and it was Elizabeth Taylor's voice. I forget what, <laughs> what did she say? I forget. I know. I remember that was a big moment, but it was. But it was apparently not very memorable. Hmm. Like I don't know. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. Maybe she'll, they'll get somebody <laughs> to voice him when he actually talks. Like you know, Mark uh-huh. Hamill or something. Yeah. That would just be weird. <laughs> Hello, how are you, Father? Hmm. Uh. Wow, he's really picked up on the comment. <laughs> <laughs> or is he going to talk like Yoda? Mm. Who I am. Right. That would make sense, have right? That, or is that just a Yoda mm. thing? Or is it their, like, species that does We don't it? know. There's no mm. way to know. Ooh. I bet we'll find out. What about Yodel? What was the other one? Yodel? Or Yodel. 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 What, Yodel. Did, what did she do? I don't think she talked a lot. I mean, she may have in some animated stuff, but I don't think she really talked in the Good movies. Question. She just sat on the council. <laughs> Yodel. Mm. Mm. Typical. She didn't oh, yeah. get to speak. Yeah. Exactly. I feel like I'm I'm looking at a quote from Yodel online. Just you know, <laughs> but I feel like it's yeah. not Yoda speak. Mm. It's just a sentence. What is it? Give us your best Yodel. Whatever lies Darcinius told you, whatever you have done, you can make up for it now by bringing him to justice. I don't yeah, know if that's a, how she talks. Must have been oh, okay. a Yoda thing then. Yeah. Yoda, wow. Yoda had his own way of speaking. Interesting. Very so we'll see what Grogu does. Oh, but you know what? In the animated series Star Wars Tales of the Jedi, actually, I just watched one of those today. So I'll keep oh, going through it and see what nice. Yoda, what Yaddle sounds like. But it's voiced by Bryce Dallas Howard. Oh, that's fun. That's fun. Hmm. Yaddle yeah. is? Mm-hmm. In Tales of the Jedi, which just came out last year, <laughs> okay. I think. So I'll let you know. I'll report back on Yaddle. Please. We, we need a Yaddle update. Okay. I'll get on that. People, the people need to know. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, it's right. off to a I'll great start. Uh, it's it's like you said, Wendy. It's good to be back. And, it uh, is. Yeah, we'll keep uh, we'll keep uh, going with these episodes. And Yaddle Watch 2023. You got to keep us up to date. <laughs> Yaddle. All right. I'll keep on is it. All it? right. I think that's I think it. That's that it, guys. A little, a lot of a uh, lot of ground. Oh, Babu. Babu freak. Babu freak. Well. <laughs> all righty well uh, on the twitter we are at that's not podcast with one d or facebook and instagram at she nerds out podcast you can send us an email at she nerds out at gmail.com you can go to our website she nerds out.com for all your snopping needs mm. bad baby <laughs> no, right. squeeze. no squeeze <laughs> no, no squeeze all right, well, till next week to see how right or wrong we were with our Oscar predictions. She nerds out. Out. She nerds out. We're girls that like girls that like nerdy things. Nerdy things. Hello. Hey, Bubble Freak. Oh, Babu, I love you. <laughs>